shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for Lord accept the offering of our hearts tonight accept our prayers accept our songs accept our worship accept us tonight thank you father thank you for mercy that's already here grace that's already here thank you for heavens that you have already opened that's already we can feel the dew of your presence of your glory falling upon the ground of our heart and father we give you thanks we bless you bless you we reverence you we reverence you we worship you jesus thank you jesus lord we come under you again where we've come again to receive more calls from your altar we want we've come again to receive more incense we've come again to receive more of your thought of your righteousness of your grace come and manifest yourself to us afresh tonight speak to our soul bless our heart thank you our father we give praise to your holy name Lord, help me help me tonight flow with you to flow with your spirit to flow with flow under your grace help my heart to be humble under your mighty hand bring my thought take it captive under you and lead us take our hands and lead us the through the way through the path which we have not known yet father we ask that for that breakthrough and access father not just lord in the scripture but i'm asking for the let there be a paving a clearing fairing of this way within every heart Amen. begin to begin to let the path begin to break open lord within every heart who will be under your ministry tonight thank you let really cause the weight of these words to rest upon this place and upon the hearts of as many who are keyed in who are willing lord to take this journey Thus, thank you our father give you praise we worship your name in Jesus name we pray amen. amen glory to God hallelujah good evening to you praise God um, please you can have your seats um, thank you father Yeah, my tire, 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 my tire
face. Oh, Jacob, lift up your hands. Oh, ye gates, ye be lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Who is the king of glory? He is the Lord, strong and mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, oh ye gates, even be lifted, ye everlasting doors, and the king shall come in. Who is this king of glory? It is the Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Lift up your heads, lift up your heads, lift up your heads. Look to the heavens, look up, look up, look up, and come up, come up, come up, come up, come up, come up. The doors are open, the everlasting door is open, the gates, the gates. For the king shall come in. The king shall come in. Lift up your heads, all ye nations. Lift up your head. Lift up your heads. Raise a kutia kingiate. Raise a likaino miaidia. Isleinokia. Seventa seisa. Seventia lightwa. Seventa kemia. Lift a K, lift a K, lift a K. Selai kumia K, 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 K. Come in Is Yana coming here? Is Yania come? Is Selai come up? Come up, come up, come up, come up, come up. Is Selai? Is Ukai no kuwa kai 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 kai. Isha tata. Imaito toto. Eradana nasi. Come up, come up, come up, come up. For the king is here. Come up, come up, come up. Be ye cut up to the throne. Amen. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> 
is coming, is coming, is coming. Open our Bibles to Revelation. <clears throat> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Um, chapter 14. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Revelation 14, verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Just tell someone I'm happy to see you. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Praise God. And here we can you interpret this one too. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I have come, I have come to bring you into the heights, for this is that time, this is my time, this is the time of the writing of my name on your forehead, this is the time to put my seal on you, this is the time where I will seal you as a people, I will seal you from the earth. This is that time of redemption. I will redeem you from amongst men. I have come to take you up. I have come to bring you before my God for the purpose of serving and worship. I have come to bring you into the heights that you may worship our God, that you may worship God, that you may worship God and the Lamb. I have come. I have come. I have come. This is the matter of the throne. This are the things that the throne is keeping and I am coming, I am coming to make you a building of the writing who can keep the records of heavens who can keep the records of heavens that you will keep days, days written in you, days written in a man, it is for a man, it is for a man this is my beginning thoughts that I will write all things God in man, that I will write my name in man that I will make man a building, a tabernacle a holy temple this is that time so I have come, I have come to harvest, I have come to bring you up, I have come to show you great mysteries this is the mystery of the three who are one who bear the same record that you may also keep the record that we keep we keep the record of heavens and of days I have come to write my name on you you have you have come to my holy hill. You have come for writing. I will write you a holy nation. I will write you my nation. I will put my name on you as a seal. You have become a sign. A sign in these times. A sign of the times to come. These are the things that must happen hereafter. So I am writing. I am writing. This is the things of hereafter. This is the things that you must hearken unto. Hearken, 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 hearken. For there are angels all around you. An innumerable company who have come with Michael. Michael is standing. This is the day of standing. He is standing, opening 
the records, opening the books, and writing in men, and writing. For Michael was raised for a day like this to bring the record of God to man. This is the days of sealing. This is the time. This is the time. There is time no longer. This is the time. This is the time. It is the throne time. This is throne time. This is throne time. It is lifetime. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I I looked and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion with him and hundred and and hundred forty and four thousand having his father's name written in their foreheads. Amen. Amen. And I heard a voice from heavens as the voice of many waters and as the voice, praise God, of a great thunder. Thank you, Jesus. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. Praise Jesus. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne. Thank you, Father. And before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. And these are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. And these are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. And these were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. Praise God. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. 
And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Praise God, saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the what? And the fountains of waters. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Jesus, the 140 and 4,000 have said having the, the word, the Father's name written in their foreheads. Praise God. I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters, as the voice of great thunder, and I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they, they sung as it were a new song, verse 3, right? Before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So if the, the verse 3, verse 1, you see them on Mount Zion, right? Standing with the Lamb. They're standing with the Lamb on Mount Zion. And then verse 3, it says they sung in, as it were, a new song before the throne. So, so it means that there is, there, there, the, the place of standing on Zion is before the throne. And standing on Zion, praise God, you can't separate. It means that when they are, that place where they are standing is actually the place before the throne. So it means that climbing Zion is to bring you before the throne, right? When you climb the mountain of Zion, that the purpose of 
Zion mountain, praise God. Hallelujah. So when they say they are standing on Zion, it means that they have reached the apex, the, the peak, the climax of the mountain, right? And it's saying that that place where they were standing is also a place, is a place before the throne. Do you understand? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, and they said that before the throne, there then they now began to sing a new song. They began to sing a new song before the throne of God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were which were redeemed from the earth. So if we try and put it together, you see that the, you can't separate their, the state of these people. It's very clear. You can't separate their state from, when I say, that, when I say their state, I mean who they are from where they are. That's the whole point of making reference to their positioning is that the place where they are has something to do with who they are. Amen. So it's, you saw the lamb there. Then you see a saint, saints with him, but they, they number the saints. A hundred, forty and four thousand. Having the Father's name, praise God. With him and hundred and forty and four thousand having his father's name written in their forehead. So this number of them, glory to God, is not means it's not everybody who is there. It means that there is something that qualifies their position at that place. Praise God. And the qualification, what brings them to this place before the throne has something to do with the name which they bear, that is the Father's name in verse 1, praise God. And it has also to do, so they are, they are, they are telling you their separation, their, their state, what they have. So we can begin to count the things about these people that made them arrive and to stand in a place with the Lamb where nobody else was found, where nobody else was found standing. Praise God. The first thing is they have the the name of the Father. Now, the second thing is the... had... A new song. Now there's something about this song which they have. Now they had, let's, let's list this thing. They had the name of the Father. They had a new song. Praise God. And then they, they had what you call redemption. That redemption which they had in verse 3 is further defined in verse 4. And then verse 5. Are you getting me? 
So that redemption, you see, they were redeemed from the earth. Verse 4, say that these are they which were not defiled with women. Their state of not being defiled is within their redemption. It's part of the, the property of their redemption. For they were, they are virgins. They are they which follow the lamb, whithersoever he goeth. That then, and these were redeemed from among men, being the first fruit unto God, unto who? The lamb. And then, in their mouth was found no guile. That's part of their redemption. Praise God. And then, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Praise Jesus. So, so you see, um, when you go back, you see that they are the, the father's name written in their foreheads. Am I correct? And then they, they had also a song. Now, when I, I'm using the word that they had a song, not just that they sang a song. Praise God. It's not every song you sing that's your own. It's, but these people, they, they had a song. How do I know they had it? It's because no man could learn that song but the 140 and 4,000 which were what? Which were redeemed. So, so it means that the song which they have is tied to a redemption. It's, it's actually the song of their redemption. Praise God. It's a song of what? It's a song of their redemption. So, um, and they have it. Nobody could learn. So why would they say, if no one could learn the song, then it means that But they were able to learn it or they had it through a particular cause. Do you see that? Uh -huh. So what they mean here is actually no one could, can learn the song outside the cause of redemption. Praise God. So, so the song which they have is a song, is, is a re, is redemption song, is the song of redemption, or you can call it the song of the redeemed. Them that are redeemed, that only people who have this redemption can, in their soul, can sing this song. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the song, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the four beasts. And the elders, they sang before the throne, they sang before the four beasts, they sang before the elders. Now, what's the meaning of this? Praise Jesus. Now, and when they sung before those entities, who are men? All of them are men. In the, in the sense in which they use man here, this word man is not just speaking about earthly or human beings. It's not just human beings who are those men. Praise God. Hallelujah. The, the word man means stature. Right? It means developed beings, developed entities who have, those who have in their own right, they have a standing in their own right. They have, they have some measure of stature, praise God, 
spiritually. Glory to God. They are all these men are actually developed entities that God has raised. Do you understand? And now when you um these beasts here all these entities they mention here they all have their own song all right they all in the book of job when the lord was speaking to job says were you there when the morning stars when they sang their song when they first sang their song when they are and of course when they first sang their song, it must have been when the God first walked his, he first framed them. And then immediately they woke up the way you saw Adam, you know the way Adam woke up in the garden? That's probably the same way all the morning, the morning stars woke up when God made them. And then they woke up and they probably began to sing. You see, someone like Lucifer, who was a, a kind of son of the morning realm. You could see the, the book of Ezekiel 28 was speaking concerning the, the workmanship of his tabarets and his pipes. Say that they were made, they were in thee in the day that you were created. So you see, tabaret and pipes, those are sort of instruments. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, tablets and pipes are instruments that were developed in Lucifer. Glory. Let's see that Ezekiel chapter twenty-eight. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. Verse 14, thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, I have said this so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God, and thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire, and thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in you. That's Ezekiel 28, praise God. Let's go back up to verse, verse 13. Thou hast been in Eden in the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardius, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, and sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold, then it says, the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes were what pre- was prepared in thee, in the word, in the day that thou was created. The, the workmanship of your tablets and of your pipes were what created in thee. Glory to Jesus. Now, the these those instruments were made in vessel. And I was saying it before that um, every, every frame of <clears throat> glory to God, Hallelujah. every frame, every spiritual frame 
I don't want to use the word spiritual, but it's also correct. But primarily, we're looking at the realm of spirits now, not just spiritual entities. That the, what makes the, a spirit a spirit is their ability to carry a kind of melody, the, the, the accuracy of, and the ability to carry a kind of melody, right? You see that similarity. So it wasn't only Lucifer, who, that, that son of the morning, was the son of the morning, right? Then in Jude, they were speaking about the morning stars uh, who sang their song. So it's very clear that those morning stars would not be singing their song if there wasn't also some kind of workmanship, right? Maybe they didn't tell us what kind of workmanship was inside of all of them. So I can't say if it's tablets and pipes. I don't know what workmanship. But we know there was a work something in them that caused them to be able to sing their song. So each of them, they have a song. All of them have a song. You cannot be a spirit without a song. Praise God. What did I say? You cannot, you cannot be a spirit without a song. Every spirit has a song. It's a song of their nature. It's the, it's the rhythmic flow of their, their, of their existence, of their life. Are you getting me? Is that, that song, that melody, is how, that's how you detect, you see, when they were about to speak and the, the prophet took up the lamentation of that king of Tyre and was speaking concerning Lucifer. Before they began to, then, you know, that was, it was a lamentation, but this was a lamentation with an eye of judgment, right? It's, Lamentation. Okay, let's lament concerning this being. And then to lament, it's not just a dry lamentation, it's a lamentation with some sight of judgment to extray him and judge things concerning him. Right? And in that lamentation, the first thing before he, he went down to now begin to began to speak about all his problems and all the issues. You want to summarize all that was said concerning him was his breaking out of rhythm. That's what that Ezekiel 28 was describing. That's why they mentioned the workmanship first. That was in him. That was actually the problem that God found or hard with him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He, it said that the, he first mentioned his position. Do you see that? Thou sealest of the psalm, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Then thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy word, covering the sardius, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, 
emerald, carbuncle, and gold. Then he now said, the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes were what prepared in thee the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I have set thee so. That was upon the holy mountain of God has walked up and down. Are you seeing that in the midst of the stones of fire? So this was also a, it was also a mountaineer, right? It was also a what? It was a mountaineer. The, the purpose of mountain is for the perfection of song. Praise God. You're seeing it. Yeah. Right? The, the purpose of mountain climbing in the spirit is for the what? Is for the, is for the perfection of song. So that when you are, when every being who habits the realm above the mountain or on the mountain or on top of the mountain are beings in whom song have been perfected. They have perfect melody. So the realm above the mountain is a realm of perfect word, is a realm of perfect melody. Praise Jesus. So these are the things that they are just extraying concerning Lucifer. The lamentation is we know, we know the standard for spirits. Right? That word anointed cherub is a cherub who is a spirit, right? It's not just an ordinary, it's not anointing for miracles or anointing for signs and wonders. That's not the kind of anointing which he bears. It's an anointing of a covering. Another word for anointing of covering is an anointing of a seal. Do you see that? It's the, say, thou sealest up the sun. Now, sealest up the song. Seal. You have, the, you, you have a sealed nature. Right? It's not every nature that has the seal. Right? The seal, we're talking about the seal, God's kind of seal, doesn't come upon every nature. God's own seal, or when I'm saying God now, is actually the seal of the Father, first of all. That's the first level of sealing. It comes on only on entity that have that have in them all the archive of the the mountain cause. The mountain cause is is archived in them. Those are the entity that have the, the the ability, the right of way to actually bear a seal, and then when you have a seal in your nature. You can you can be also you are you can be a seal yourself, right? If you if you bear seal in your nature, you can also be a seal. What is the meaning of seal? It's, it's not that hard to understand what seal is. Seal means completion. When you see something is sealed, there's Nothing to add again. That's number one. Number two, nothing should be removed. 
like you write an envelope, you, a letter, you think and think and think, you leave it, go and sleep, you come back, scratch it, write the words, you do whatever you want to do. Then at the end, you put your full stop, you fold it, you put it in the envelope, still leave it and go and in, in case you change your mind. Then later, when you come back, this is what I want to say. This is the completeness of the message. The message is complete, then you close it. Once you close it, and once you put a seal on it, do you understand? Anything that is closed but not sealed can be open. Do you understand? A seal means different things. A seal is also a, a sign of integrity. It means that seal proves that this thing has not been tampered with. Right, that's why if you get a letter, you check, has the seal been broken? All right, if the seal has been broken, you know that something, someone has tampered with this thing. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So when you, you're thinking of the sealed, the, the sealed, the concept of the seal, you have to then praise God. It's the, the revelation of seal, seal. Uh-huh. The, the revelation of, of the seal, or what the seal means, or what the seal pertains to is, is actually the seal is the principle. Seal is the principle of the life of God. Do you understand? Is the principle of what? Is the principle of, of the life of God. Everything about, God, about the life of God operates with the, the spirit of the seal. Right? There is what you call the, the sealing spirit. Right, it is the is the operation of is what is what actually makes the life of God incorruptible. Right, you cannot speak about incorruptibility without a power. It's a power of the divine seal that makes the life of God incorruptible. And anything that 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 seal doesn't approve, the life cannot be admitted, or it's not cannot be cannot be termed as a a part or a, a partaker of that life. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you find that this, that seal that seal the spirit of. The seal of the divine life, or what you call, I would call it the divine seal, right? Um, you see that same kind of that spirit around everything that pertains to everlasting life, that pertains to the life of God. You see it, and when they speak about the life, you see it there. When they speak about the name, you see it there. The name itself is a seal. Do you remember in chapter seven of Revelation, right? When he was the angel came. Two angels came and then they heard another one that then, then came and told them that, sorry, do not seal, right, all the servants of the earth until you've sealed them with the what? The name of the Father, 
praise God. Do not hold the earth until you've sealed the servants of God, right, with the, uh-huh, with the name. Praise Jesus. So it's very clear that the Father's name in chapter 14, which we just saw, is actually, is actually you see, seal them with the name. So the name then, if you're going to seal with a name, it means that the name can constitute a seal. It, it then means that the name is a product of the, of the seal. The, when I'm saying seal, see what am I talking about? Just think of sealing as a technology. Right? Is a technology. When you say, when I say technology of God, what is the technology of God? God has one technology. The technology of God is spirit. Right? That is the technology of God. Is spirit. Inside spirit, you have ways, you have means. You have method. Yes. You have approach. You have the. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The spirit itself is a tool. It's a machine. It's a technology. When others do something a certain way, God wants to come and do His own. He will now say, "Spirit, how do we do it?" It's the spirit. That it is the spirit that makes God's own different. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why you you never you never see God without His Spirit. You you can never see an appearance, a characterization, a presence, a manifestation of God without the without Spirit. The first thing is always Spirit. Spirit move. Spirit has to move first. Yes. Right? The way that, that means that you, God can never do anything or be present. Bedded within that technology of the Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you, you see that. That, um, that principle of the seal in everything about everlasting life, everything about the life of God, about the divine life, is sealed. It's sealed. There's a stamp, there's a mark, there's an, a technology of integrity that God stamps on it. The name, the life itself, right? Everything about the life the book of the life. Uh, Do you understand me? It's a seal of integrity. That's part of, in the last chapter of the, of the Bible, when they were speaking about, look, don't, nobody should take away, nobody should add. This is a sealed matter. Leave it alone. <laughs> if you remove, they will remove your own part from, from the book of life. Do you, when they say somebody who is, Removing from the book of life, what they are talking about is that if they check you and they are seeing that the seal is broken, that they can't check, the, they can't trust the integrity of the, 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 the way the, the life sits in you, then it means that you have no part. They remove the part of the life. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
praise Jesus. So this spirit of a seal, when we are, these things we are teaching, you know, God, and it's just God is just how he is. You know what I mean? The Bible says it that way, that it's a, we are the wise, we are the prudent, we are the disputers of the age. We are, hasn't God made foolish the wisdom of this world and made it so that not through wisdom should men know him, but that through the foolishness of preaching, through foolishness of preaching, will he save them that believe. Every time, always have that phrase in your mind, foolishness of preaching, foolishness of preaching. There's foolishness of preaching, foolishness. It means that make sure that there's never a, a day of your life where you are not partaking of the foolishness of preaching. And run away from every preaching that, is, that, is, that doesn't have foolishness around it. Do you get what I'm saying? That thing can never be broken. You know, we men, because of our vanity, we like to dress God with our vanity and say, God, you are too dirty. Can I clean you up in this way? Why are you so local the way you are? Can't you just push up a little bit? Can't you just be a little cleaner, you know, just cleaner a little? Why can't your things make sense for one day, just one day, one day, just make sense one day, one day, one day? You know that thing, what I want to make sense, don't be foolish. That's how some of us, we tell God, God, why is all this fool? Why, is every, why does everything seem so foolish? Have you ever looked around your life and seen foolishness around everywhere? <laughs> Before. That's a sign that you are following God. Eh? Souls that souls are they are souls who are who fight foolishness. They want God. God should be fine and clean and arranged in one kind of way. So God has to means God has to apply to them. And then God has to bring his resume. And they will Look at God's resume and check. Are you clean enough? Are you put together enough? What God say, where are the, the scribes? Where are the wise people? Where are all the disputes? Hasn't God made foolishness, foolish the wisdom of the sword? Made that not true wisdom should men know him, but through the foolishness of preaching. Praise God. Say foolishness of preaching. Foolishness of preaching. Yes. Foolishness of preaching. Thank you. Door, 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 Yay. Right, so it's a door that only foolish people can enter. You see this door of God's life? No, see, see, wait. Nobody who is wise in this world can enter this door. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. The, the wisdom of the world 
will stop you. You will not be able to. You will just not be able to. It's a dawn. And so they must now, to make somebody enter, they must now take you with all your wisdom. May I make you so foolish. So foolish, foolish, foolish. When you are, they will be checking your foolishness level when you have become foolish enough. Do you understand me? What makes men wise? It is a, another spirit that is woven against the technology of God. The technique, the method. Do you understand? It's another, it's another spiritual framing of the soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is for to make the person not able to be conformed. Is that not be conformed to this world, but then be transformed by the, the renewing of your mind? Then when that transformation has happened, you should now be able to prove that what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will. You see that? You see that those wills, good, acceptable, perfect will, they are wills of foolishness. Yes. Right? They actually, when you say, they are not high, clean, nice, arranged things. They are actually very, very foolish things according to the standard of this world. And one of the things that happens here is, there is this door is, is raised, God designed this door to war against wise people. Right? Wise men. The door is, is, is raised to do what? Make war against wise people. When you are trying to hold God and then hold the world at the same time, I don't want to lose on either side. Let me, I, will, I will try and get, you see this God thing, I will be there with you. Then you try and hold the world at the same time. Do you understand? Yes. Well, God's design is that you, are, you must let the world go. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. Why? Because that world is, in, is evil. Yes. Now, but so the problem with Christians, we don't understand the difference between, between um, things that are natural and things that are worldly. You see, we don't know the difference between, we think, we think they are the same. Do you understand? Now, do you know that this thing called world, the world doesn't exist outside men. There's a way you think of the world, the world is there. It's not like that. <laughs> what is out there, it's just in the natural. It's the natural. Yes. But what is world? World is also a technology, is a way. It is the world, where you find the world is in how men you relate with the natural. Is the world is a technology. It's a it's a method. It's a is a way and an approach how you do it. That's why Jesus can say there's nothing unclean of itself. 
That's why he will say, teach in John chapter 17, I'm not praying you should take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil. Do you understand? Keep them from the evil. Now, where is the evil? It's, it's Peter that was not teaching us that the corruption, which is the evil, that is in the world, is not in the world. It's only there through lust. Do you understand? It's, what does it mean that through lust is, is how you, when you're trying to touch the natural, what is the technology that's, that's being used? That is the corruption. Amen. Amen. So, so foolishness is actually um, foolishness is your complete oblivion to the world's method, the the method which the has been designed by the Satan, right, to interact and interface with the present, the the natural realm, right. That is. When you fall into that foolishness, you become blind to that thing. Glory to God. At the same time, they, are, they now begin to import another technology to your soul, which is another law of interaction. Another wisdom of interaction, which they bring. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The reason why I just went into this place was because I'm just seeing how, how if we are talking about God's life and you are waiting for one kind of maybe light to shine in heaven or something like that. Do you understand? Huh? And what will make a soul be waiting for light, something like that to happen, then you say, ah, now you've entered everlasting life. <laughs> Why would a soul be longing or, or secretly looking for something like that? It's because the soul has issue with the foolishness of preaching. The soul doesn't want to agree that it's true foolish preaching that he will save them that believe. So, what am I preaching foolish? Preaching, sorry, foolish preaching. I mean, preaching of foolish things, like what I'm preaching right now. Right? Preach, say preaching of foolish things. Do you like preaching of foolish things? We will be preaching foolishness. Souls will be entering into everlasting life. If you have a dream in your heart that one day this thing will make sense to the world, you have the wrong dream. Take that dream and then turn it upside down. Pray that one day the world should become foolish like you. You know, some of us, we are ashamed of these things before our friends. We'll be like, ah, Kai, this thing, man. 
Praise God. If you have that kind of life, you will never enter everlasting life. What do I mean? I mean, if you have a clean life somewhere that you, you kept, that you always keep, then come to a meeting and go back to. Say clean life. Somewhere. Ah. You guys didn't say the somewhere part. Is it because you are seeing where it is? You know they are clean gospels. If you if you are waiting for word of righteousness to become clean, you are going to wait forever. It can it will not be clean in that way. It will never be wise in the standard of this world. It's never it's actually against that kind of wisdom. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Praise God. So, you see, the, 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 the technology, the spirit of the life will keep the integrity of it. And that spirit doesn't get ashamed the way you get ashamed of God. They, won't, they will never get tired and say, can we clean this, can we polish this a little more and make it more appealing to men? They, won't, they will never do that. You see, that spirit, the, the spirit that seals the life of God is, it is a, I'm looking for the right word, it is a, it is an incorrigible spirit. Do you know the meaning of incorrigible? Can somebody tell me the meaning of incorrigible? Huh? Incorrigible. I'm sorry, I cannot find another. I'm not trying to speak grammar to you. I just, I can't find another word. That's the right word. Relentless. Have you ever seen somebody that you will slap and beat and flog and do everything? Can you? Are you getting me? But when you finish beating, he will cry and roll on the floor. The moment you stand up, he's doing the same thing that you just beat him for. That's an incorrigible fellow. Praise God. Are you, do you understand? Incorrigible means that he doesn't have the capacity of being reasoned with or, be, or changing. He has no variableness, no shadow of turning. That is that the nature of that father. Every good and every perfect gift coming down from above, from the Father of lights. You know, that same Father is also the Father of spirits. With whom there is no variable. It doesn't vary. That doesn't have a shadow of turning. He has never turned before, and he will never turn. His spirit has that same nature. Do you understand that? Glory to God. 
<laughs> that spirit is, amen. amen. That, that spirit, that spirit, glory to God. That, the spirit of the seal, of, that seals the life of God. That's why it's able to wage war against corruption. Do you know it's not easy to, to, to stand? When you say a thing is incorruptible, incorruptible, it means it's incorrigible. It means that it can never change its mind. It will never shift its ground. No matter all the seduction of corruption that you bring, it will never, I'm just trying to describe the seal of God to you. Now, can you, can you see any way a wise man can become like that? When I say why, I mean somebody who is a sign of wisdom is you are awake to compromise. Do, do you get that? Yeah, right? I say, ah, man, let's use wisdom here. Maybe, maybe you are coming with a full blow. I'm gonna, when I get there, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. And when you reach, when you get on ground, you know, say that the matter is a bit different. There are different things, man. You know, say, oh boy, we could use wisdom for this thing. You know, we'll come down here. <laughs> you now begin to. <laughs> so, so it means that the spirit of the world is the spirit of compromise. The spirit of compromise is also the spirit of lust. Yes. Yes. And it's the spirit of corruption. <coughs> right? Praise Jesus. Uh-huh. So somebody who is wise to this world can never, you can never, you can't be aligned, you can't come into that kind of seal. For you to be, the way they seal a soul is by moving the soul into a world of foolishness where they must check it. He's no longer awake to anything, really. But he's somehow abandoned to a program that will live through him. Or live through her. It is the wisdom of God finding incarnation in the soul. It is, do you understand me? It is foolishness is resting and resigning from control resigning from control you foolishness that is the what the 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 foolishness of preaching is to is to make a soul relinquish control it's not making sense it's not making sense not making sense not making sense it's not making sense okay Okay. 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 
okay. The, the language of a foolish soul is a soul that says one thing, two things. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. What does he say in yes and amen to? Hold the, the words, the promises, the things that are said. It's a wise soul can never be say, after some time we say, yes, wait, okay, how, why, questions. But we know that all the promises of God in him are yes. In who? In, that's how it is. In Jesus. They sit in him. What does it mean that they are yes and amen? They find perpetual agreement. In it. That is, a, that is a sign of a sealed man. The man who the, all of God's promises perpetually flows. With, with, in a, it's at an endless... When the soul becomes an endless river of agreement, then that soul is saved. That's the salvation of his soul. Yes, glory to God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. It means God is showing something. Right? Show means show means don't just it's not they're not just saying now, they are showing. So you have to shift your move, you start using the right sense. They are showing something. If they are showing it means that it's a demonstration that's ongoing. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, seal. Say seal. seal. So, are you seeing that seal manifest? If you go back to that revelation, time is gone, but... Um, Praise Jesus. So that this nature, this thing you're seeing here, that the song, as it were, a what? New song before the throne. Now, they sung a new song, but listen. They didn't, before verse chapter th- verse 3, there is verse 2. Now, the song is song. But the song, the song wasn't a song of their invention. 
It was not a song of their invention. Now, the best way to put it is that it's not a song of their consciousness. That is the reason why they call it, it's almost, they call it a new song. It's not a, it's not a song of their consciousness. It's, this is teaching us, teaching you something. It's a, it's a song that was awoken by sound. It was something made them sing. What made them sing was a tune. So they didn't bring forth the melody of the song. Verse 2 says, I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder and I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. Harpers harping with their harps. So it means that in this atmosphere, in, the, in that environment, there is actually a song going on. It's the everlasting song. So I don't know if I would call it a song, but it's a sound. Yes. Or you can call it, they call it voice, actually. Mm. Now, can you imagine that kind of phrase? It's called the voice of harpers harping. Mm. You attribute voice to person. But you can then tell that the harps, which the harpers are playing, are in them. Yes, that's the meaning of voice. Voice means it came from within. So the harping sound was a sound of beings, or it was a sound of nature. That's why they call it voice. They didn't make a mistake. Even though they should have said, I heard a, a, a melody or something. But he said, I heard... The voice of harpers harping with their harps. So their harps is not a, an instrument outside of them, which they carry. We already saw a type of this in Ezekiel 28. In that case, it was tabret and pipes. But in this case, it's harps. These are harpers. It's their, their being that the harp is a construction on the inside of them. That's why when they harp their, the, the harp of their nature, it, it is a voice. Because it doesn't come from outside. If, it, if it's coming from within, a sound that comes from within is a voice. That's what voice means. Voice means a sound that comes from within. Praise Jesus. So it means that, that would tell you then that this realm of, of that these beings who are on top of, of Zion are, uh, found themselves hard is a is a voice of is a voice of the melody of natures of the melody of of praise God of natures that have been raised and tuned to give forth certain melody. Wow. Yeah. And then when the when the harps those harps these harpers began to harp you now see something that this, they have this, the, the voice of the sound 
but they did what but they released the sound, the melody of it. They released the melody of it. Praise God. They released the melody of it. But this man sang the song. They sang the song. And when they sung as it were a new song. So, it, so they, got, they got to a realm where, where they heard voices, harping a sound. And the harp was able to raise a song from their depths. It was able to call forth a, a song, are you getting me, out of their being. And they said a song as it were, a new song before the throne. That word new song means that it's actually a song of a new world or a song of a new realm, which they began to sing. So it's a song of what? Of a new life. The song of a new life. The song of a new kind of life. Now... In this place, you see, the, you see the spirit of the divine seal at work here. How is the spirit of a divine seal at work? It's the spirit of that seal that is upon the harpers. I can guarantee that to you. Right? I can guarantee that. They tied the spirit of the seal to the tabrets. In, in, in Ezekiel chapter 28. Yes, sir. Right? Yes. That seal nature upon him, right, is what was actually con- controlling the kind of song that he generates. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it means that this harping that they have is music. Yes, music, to be honest with you, music has that kind of seal nature, right? It's, there's the nature of music is, is such that, um, praise Jesus, when you, when you produce a sound, you produce a song, that song that you produce has a, there are, there are things in the song. Have you heard the, heard the word time signature before? Those who learn music know what I'm talking about. They say that this song has its own time signature. But it's not just time signature. There is also signature of chords and signature of melody. That's why you can take every single thing, when, when you see when a song that is played, you can transfer that song into a paper. You can transfer everything about the song into a paper. We're not talking about the lyrics now. Not the lyrics. Right? We're talking about just, let you come and play a sound now. Everything you play, we can, I can take that thing and someone who is, who is schooled in music, musical notation, can write out every single thing that is written there. And if you take what is written and then mass produce it, post it to nations of the earth, and let every people who have never met themselves before receive it and take instrument and read it and play it, you will hear the same sound. Do you get what I'm saying? You hear the exact same sound. Praise God. So if if you if you want to then, for you to to key to to align in melody, you must have the the 
the secret of that work, which is the seal. So the seal of the song is in the composition of the song. Is in the spirit of the song. So anybody who doesn't understand the composition cannot break into the song. You see, ah, so they played a song yesterday, and it was, how was it? And it sounded like, dum, 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 dum. When you try to use memory, you, you will play something else. But give somebody who has the composition. They were not even there. No one told them by reading the, they were not even there. No one told them by reading the composition of it. Are you getting me? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? So what is everlasting life? Everlasting life is a, is a composition of spirit. That's the point I want to make tonight. That's all my message tonight. God's life is what? Now, I'm not just saying that it was Holy Ghost who designed the life, who composed it. That's part of it. I'm telling you that it is a composition of spirit. What do I mean by that? Spirit. Um, each, each, it is, praise God. You have seven musical notes. Seven spirits. It's metaphorical. It's talking about completion. Now you can take I can take those seven notes, do re mi fa sol la ti do and sing an entire song. Do mi 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 so so re fa fa la ti ti. everything I just said has those seven notes in them. But what is the composition of it? Do mi 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 so so re fa fa la ti ti. It's different from so do la fa mi do re. It's the same song, the same notes, but I'm, but when you change the composition, you change the song. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, these men, these beings here, who, are, who, who follow the lamb, by following the step of the lamb, the step of the lamb is the learning of the composition of the spirit that produces the life of God. Thank you. Shemira Hata. A friend has her. Are you seeing this thing we call leading of the spirit, leading of the spirit? When they are led by the Holy Ghost in the milk level, they are just it's practice, baby practice or something. Even when you are led by the spirit, by the menorah, which are also seven, is now they are now teaching you practice of composition. Is you, you are learning is a is a beginning level. Of practice, of composition. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? 
when you say a soul is as broken into the life of God, the everlasting life of God, is when through the leading, not just leading of Holy Ghost alone or leading of the Spirit of Christ, what they call the Spirit of God. They call them the seven spirits of God, but when you compose them, it becomes the Spirit of God. Right? It's the Spirit of God is the seven if you There are seven spirits, but with a composition that makes the Spirit of God. They now said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. What does it mean that they are the sons of God? They are the ones that bear the Father's name. They bear his name. So that name, which is also a seal, can never come upon any soul that doesn't bear spirit in the composition. The right composition or the composition of the life. Life of God. How will they deliver such things to you? Foolishness of preaching. You don't understand what's going on. So that and that's what Paul was teaching in Second Corinthians. You see, this ministry of the New Testament is actually a ministration of spirit. It's a ministration of glory. Are you seeing spirit glory? Spirit glory. Spirit glory. Praise God. Glorious things don't appear glorious. <laughs> That's the great mystery. When you take, you can never take something that is glorious by God or glorious through in the spirit and then go and show a worldly carnal man and he will find it glorious. He doesn't have the ability to, to see glory in such things because such things will be, will be foolish to such a soul. So, so the heart must be willing to be plunged deep, deep, how deep? Don't stay here, level. Oh, yeah, they don't, they, least, they don't raise, make spirits at the shallow end of the, of the river of God. Spirits are not framed at where the shallow end. This nature of spirit, I don't mean beyond being spiritual. I mean, to become a spirit. Because he is a father of spirits. They have to push you into the deep end of foolishness. You must have swum in foolish things for so long. So long that you lost yourself. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. You must have taken your mind, taken your thought, baptized it so much in foolishness that, that your, your, your thinking, your mind has mastered ways of foolishness. You've learned how to think foolishness. You can carry this foolish thought and you can hold it and stay there and it can, you can be suspended in that realm. You know, that's one of the difficulties of modern day you know, Christian. That's what wars against this part. That you, you try and take one foolishness, one, one thought from the spirit. Other thoughts will wake you out of it. Have you ever tried to sleep before when you have sleeping issue? It's hard to sleep. <laughs> right? You know, insomnia. Insomnia, you would try your best. Have you tried to sleep by power before? <laughs> you say, people who just lie down and put their head and sleep, do they have 10 heads? <laughs> After a while, 
me never have that problem in Jesus' name. It's okay, you, this bed, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not by power. <laughs> it is, he, he giveth his beloved. It's a gift to his beloved. That sleep which he giveth is not just sleep of going to rest on your bed. It's, it's, the, it's the sleep where spirits wake up, where they, where they, they raise spirits. The same way they cause this one to fall into a deep sleep, first of all. So, are you understanding? Yes, sleep, say sleep. 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 Say sleep. Sleep. That depth of sleep is where they, they raise the composition. While you are sleeping that depth, they will do the composition. They that sleep in the dust of the earth. Daniel 12. Will I awake? Say awake. 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 New consciousness. Yes, consciousness of what? Some to everlasting. Everlasting. Everlasting life. Praise God. You know my prayer for you is that let deep sleep fall upon you. The the weight of of the spirit blessing will will rest upon you and move you into a a deep sleep. Where they will change the composition of your soul. How do you know guys who are deep in sleep? They are always coming, meeting. Anytime foolishness is being preached, they are there. Well, as they are there, very alert, but snoring to the world. Sleeping to the world. Deep in sleep. The more they hear, the, the deeper they are sleep. The world, the world is sending them deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into sleep. So that the, the, the walk of God, say, Father of Spirit. That sleep is subjection. We know much more, be, much rather be subject to the Father of Spirit and live. And live. When you are awake, you are awake in his likeness. Yeah. You will live in his side. Amen. Yeah. Just bless God from your heart. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Father, we bless you tonight. Give you praise. Thank you for your precious word for sight. 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 It's your desire that the blind will see. Amen. See, no, no, no man has seen 
until they see your life. Until they see you. Let, let every eyes see. Let every heart see. Spirit. Craft the sight. Design the eyes. Develop the eyes. As you did in the in the Lamb. Develop the sight in us. In our heart. In our soul. To see your life. To receive it. To take it. To open it. Thank you, Father. We give you praise tonight. Oh, thank you. Let this this blessing, this impartation of spirit rest upon every soul. Who's here tonight, who's listening tonight, who's, whose heart is connecting with this, this realm, these things which you're saying, who has a pure desire, a holy appetite for such things. Let the impartation of spirit, let us not just take words, let us cut spirit. That will perpetuate the encounters. That will open the door and bring us further into these things. Thank you, our Father. We give you glory. Bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You dwell between the cherubim. You dwell between the cherubim. Yeah.